0: Welcome. You're listening to W.O. Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you could join us. Welcome. We're here today with Dr. Brianna Roo and Dr. Jen Tabiza, who founded Dr. Contact Lens, a platform to keep patients engaged with your practice when they're ordering their contact lenses. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us
0: what i what i love about your story is so many people identify a, a challenge or a problem in their in their practice and say well what can i do to mitigate this you know where can we hang a sign where can we uh, charge somebody with doing uh, something to close the gap um, but the two of you really said we're gonna tackle this differently and so um, dr Ruth let's let's start with you what kind of made you say that there was a a better mousetrap?
1: Yeah. So Jen and I, we both bought private practices and it was just coming up time and time again, where we just felt like we were on the defense all the time. And we wanted something to not only fight back, but to give that patient that little bit of control that they were asking for or wanting. And we just got sick of being cut out of the sale. You know, none of us have gotten a raise from vision plans in some time, and we depend on patients buying from us and coming back to see us. And so that's why we wanted to develop Dr. Contact Lens, something that was patient-centric, that kept everybody in the loop between the doctor and the patient. So here we are with Dr. Contact Lens.
0: So Dr. Tabisa, you're in California and Dr. Roo's in Florida. How did you connect?
2: We actually went to optometry school together and we never ended up in the same city to open a practice together. So the next best thing ended up being um, starting a tech company together (laughs) to help our industry. So we kind of kept our vision of working together. We you know, we always studied together in school and kind of felt we were a natural team. So that became something that evolved into us becoming business partners
0: and building a product for our industry. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about what the 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 product does, and I'm assuming you're both using it in your in your practices.
2: Oh yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, It does a lot. It's a very powerful tool. As we built it, it kept evolving because Brie and I were testing it in office and realizing how many more things would help us. And it evolved over four years. We built the platform and then launched it to the public. And it's still growing and evolving to this day. But um, at its core, what it's designed to do is capture all your lost revenue. So One of our channels of lost revenue is walking scripts. And we got really creative with how we could entice patients to want to order from us rather than ask for their prescription and walk out the door. And so what we did was we designed a platform they log into very seamlessly, they can view their prescription, they can download it, or right next to their prescription is a checkout screen where they can order in a click with insurance at a price competitive price um, in a very seamless way, skipping the verification process. And so what started to happen was this 20, 30% leaking bucket um, for most practices started to come back into our practices, and we realized we really had something there. So- That is one of our tools. We automate uh, reorder reminders. So when a patient orders from you, you don't have to keep track of them in three or six months. The system will remind them. They log in seamlessly, order in a click. Um, And we built marketing tools. So you have patients who get reminders, but maybe they weren't ready to order contacts yet or you've got patients who overwear their contacts. And so our platform allows you to follow them through the life cycle of the sale from start to finish and market additionally to them. Like, hey, did you forget to reorder? Or hey, you haven't been back yet. Come back. You need to see us again if you'd like to continue our contacts. So we built all that in um, along with a whole suite of other tools to just continuously help manage this part of our business, which is you know, a good third of most optometry practices. So um, it finally allowed us to beat the competition in a really nice way. Uh,
0: Dr. Roo, how easy is it to implement Dr. Contact Lens?
1: That was actually one of our visions. We wanted this to be super easy, built from both the doctor, the staff, and the patient perspective. And so we're integrated right now with three EMR companies and growing Um, day by day to add others. The way that it works is you see the patient, you type in their contact lens prescription into your EMR, it will travel over to Dr. Contact Lens, and then you can invite the patient or order, write them in an easy to use click-click system. Um, If you're not integrated with our EMR, one of the EMRs that we use, then you can still use Dr. Contact Lens. And so what's really important to understand here is this is your data. And when we're going to distributors or going direct to manufacturers to place orders, we're not using our own patient database. And this is a really, really valuable tool that all of us need to understand. We've gotta be the ones that use this. Companies are after this left and right, and we've gotta be the ones to understand the value that we have. We're all sitting on little gold mines, but we've never been able to actually mine them until now. And we help doctors realize what's in their practices where they can literally make money at 10 o'clock at night and didn't have to do anything except for send a patient a reorder reminder. And so we wanted this, it's a link on your website. It sends patients an email and a text message when they're due to reorder. So again, at 9.30 at night, when a patient just threw out their last contact lens We've never made it easy or convenient for them to order from our offices. Most offices never even had a link on their website. And so your patients will see an ad on TV at that time and realize that you're closed and they just threw away their last contact lens. So where are they going to go? They're going to go on that website. And, you know, we're silly to think that a patient's going to remember our practice websites. Nobody's going to remember westbowertycare.com at 930 at night. So we're driving all of this back in. To your practice by being proactive and taking a proactive stance with our patients and with their contact lenses. Contact lens patients drive an entire business. And if we just let this keep crumbling or we keep giving this data away to other companies and not utilizing it ourselves, it's going to be too late when we all wake up. And so we want doctors to understand you've got to do something about this. Um, Having an online ordering platform is no longer a want, that it is an absolute need for your practice because contact lens patients, they come back more frequently than other people. They buy more from our practices. And that's also how we can keep their eye health front and center here. We don't want patients getting an online eye exam and then thinking that that was everything, right? Many of us have have seen these patients and diagnosed things like diabetes and glaucoma just on a routine visit. So it's very important. And that's one of our core values is to keep patients coming back to their doctor.
0: So you you bring up, I think, what might be an interesting challenge, and it's something that I hear um, sort of this low-level grumble. Uh, Dr. Tabiza, what do you say to the doctors who say, eh, contact lenses aren't really profitable for me?
2: Um, it's true. They haven't been in the past. And part of the problem is contacts have a slim margin, so you have to sell at volume in order to really feel like you're making money off of it. Um, but you do have a large patient base not ordering from you. And what we did was we analyzed a lot of data. We took the average practice size, which is like a one to two doctor practice, saw how many orders were being placed a year, saw how many orders they were losing. And what we found was there was a pool of two hundred to $300,000 a year of revenue just leaking out of your practice onto other vendors. And so when you say there's no money in contacts, I think what we really mean is we don't capture enough volume to feel like we're making any money off contacts. And so Mm -hmm. we have to change that mindset because people come to us for contact lenses. To think that they're coming to us for anything else is kind of a delusion. I mean, yes, we do end up diagnosing glaucoma. Yes, we do end up finding other problems, which is a wonderful part about what we get to do when we see the patient. But the initial reason why they come to see us is for glasses or contacts. And if you take that out of the equation, then you're really not practicing optometry anymore. And I think that's where it gets to be a little bit of a scary place, because it is what we do. We are good at it. Um, The last decade has been, you know, a a barrage of messages from endless companies saying you need contacts from us. And we've never been able to say that to our patient. And so Dr. Contact Lens is sort of the new platform that allows us to say it in a way that's sophisticated, that's technology, um, It you know, has advanced technology, allows you to use the tools that would actually be better than any other competitor. Um, and so, you know, to a patient, they need the contacts. What difference does it make where they're buying it? But we've never had the confidence because we really never had the way to reach them the way they want to be reached. And so um, I think we have to change that grumble. I think we just haven't had anyone advocate for us in this space in a strong way. And I, that's really where Bri and I wanted to step in was to be
1: advocates for this part of our business.
0: Dr. Rue, you want to add to that?
1: No, I think she hit it the nail on the head there. Um, there's a lot of money to be made in contact lenses, right? These companies that are advertising like crazy to, you know, we have the first crack at the patient and they know that. That's why they have to advertise so hard. So we have multiple things going for us, right? Fortunately, we have this verification process. A lot of the online retailers, they want that to go away. They're trying to legislate against us so that they have more crack at our patients. But that's we have a lot of, a lot of things going for us that we just have never been able to capture. And so again, we want doctors to go on the offense. Jen and I constantly say, we are the disruptees right now, but the disruptees can become the disruptors. We just have to wake up and do something about it and not keep grumbling. And so that's where there's a lot of money in contact lenses. You've just never been able to see it or go after it until now.
0: So how do you present this to, to patients? Because ultimately, they're the ones who, who are coming to uh, coming to where? Coming to Dr. Contact Lens? Coming to your practice website?
2: They really can do anything. Um, they can go to our website. It'll link them to their doctor. They can go to their doctor's website. Um, they get text and marketing advertising. So that we find that's a really successful way of getting sales um, where, you know, the patient is sent a link of where to order. Um, and you can do that on demand for our platform in one click. You just go to their profile. You click send an email, send a text. They're invited. They log in seamlessly. Um, it's very easy for them. There's no registration process. So what we did different is we thought of how the patient wants to buy and how can they buy in a way that is one or two steps better than any other platform out there. And we found that the key to that is um, – You know, minimizing the amount of data they have to input and minimizing wait times like verification process, allow them to log in, allow them to order you know, without effort. And now you've sort of designed something that really no one else can offer anymore. Um, and really probably never can unless they work with the doctor. So because we're verifying the information through their electronic medical record, um, it's very, very, very easy for the patient to order. And so we found that to be an enormous advantage in selling to patients, uh, in a way that we've never been able to.
1: And what we also wanted to do different is we wanted to be truly patient centric. And when we define what patient centric means, there's a couple of things that we're not doing. So if you look at you know, why a patient left you a bad review, if you can walk through that patient experience through their eyes, yes, we all have the crazies that you're never going to fully make happy and that's okay. But when you look at the patient centricity here, You know, when a patient asks you for a copy of their prescription, that's really hard. And they, they, yes, you have, you can price compare and you can show them rebates and you can go from there. But in in essence, what you can do to to take that a step further is say, I'm going to send you a HIPAA compliant link. Hey, look, it's got the details of your prescription right there. And you're giving that patient just that little bit of control that they're asking for. Do they want it? that's why they're asking you it's hard if you go to a doctor and you say hey can i have a copy of my prescription they know that they had to get guts to ask you that and so what i love that jen does in her practice and what we've started adopting um just based off of her is you know everybody's got to give you a copy of your prescription now right this is now going to go into effect into a law and so she always at the end of it and now me we give the patient a copy of their prescription without them even asking. That's what patient-centric means. That what means to go above and beyond. And that's what a patient will remember. And so we don't want to hold these prescription hostage. You know, we don't like it when a patient asks us for their copy of their prescription and they don't like to ask us for it, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you can take that barrier out of it, everybody wins
0: so what does the prescription form say that 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 kind of highlights the, the doctor contact lens or the reordering simplicity somehow?
2: The prescriptions are embedded in their portal. And so it's a HIPAA compliant portal. We send them an invite. And when they log in, they have access to download their prescription or order. And so what we've done is we've created an option now for the patient saying, hey, you can certainly have your prescription. Here it is. It's right here. Um, but on the flip side, we also have a wonderful little preloaded checkout for you. Um, you know, we can, it includes everything, even their insurance benefit. Um, and you don't have to do a thing. You can just click a button and order, or you can go through the 12 steps of ordering elsewhere. The choice is now yours. And so what we did was we just left it up to them. But what they see is, you know, something they've always wanted to see, I think, People always want access to their medical information. It's becoming sort of a new topic that people know that they own it and they want control over it and they want to access it for many different reasons, not just to shop elsewhere. Some people like to keep records, some people like it for an emergency, for whatever reason. We don't want to take that away from them. That's part of what we do. Uh, But we also give them the ultimate best tool right next to it for them to just go ahead and order with us. Um and so that's how you stay competitive but stay patient-centric and that's what our platform presents to the patient.
0: So when you say you're presenting the uh prescription, it's not a a, a piece of paper. It's a it's, it's access digital. to the to the portal, to the yeah. m- it's a digital chart. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, they can okay. download it, they can print it, they can show it from their phone,
0: whatever they like. Got it. Mhm. Right. Yeah, that is really nice to to have it, you know, and to be presented with it at the end of the the exam. I'm, I'm yes. sure patients ap- appreciate that. Thank you, and, uh, Dr. Wu. You've begun um, doing that in your practice too. What what kind of reaction are you getting from patients?
1: Yeah, so one of the reasons we built the platform was, you know, before a patient even sits down in a chair, sometimes they'll be like, "Okay, doc, at the end of this, you know, I want a copy of my prescription." And we all go into defensive mode, right? So anything I say after that is not going to sound good. It's going to sound like I'm trying to make money off of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was one reason we adopted that strategy from the beginning. Okay, I'm gonna send you a HIPAA compliant link, your prescriptions there, you can download it or print it, or again, go somewhere else if you'd like to. And then here at the end of this, with this FTC compliance rule, where now you are legally bound to have to give a contact lens prescription to the patient and have them sign that they got that. We've got that all the way built in again for you to win as the doctor, and then give that patient just that little bit of control that they're asking and that they honestly deserve, right? Just like Jen said, a lot of us are becoming clearly health conscious. We want access to our health records, and now we know that we own them. So it's important to get ahead of that, so we don't look like we're holding anything hostage.
0: Right. So. Have you seen a difference in in your practice, Dr. Rue, in terms of uh, acceptance? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, so it was interesting during the pandemic, so Jen and I obviously had this platform before the pandemic, so here we are a year later, I can't believe Mm -hmm. that March 15th, I remember calling Jen and was like, are you shutting down your practice? And She's like, I guess I'm shutting down my practice, and we had, you know, nothing in mind of when we were going to reopen, we both were lucky. We actually shut down our practices and became a call center. We got ahead of it, started calling patients, started letting them know that they could order this way. And we actually grew, my practice grew $150,000 just in that year from having doctor contact lens. So again, it's just data that we've never had access to. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: Jen has a funny story with all of her patients. All right,
0: let's hear it.
2: Well, I i mean, I have more of a boutique smoke practice in Los Angeles, and so I know my patients pretty intimately. Um, and I keep a list of – I kept a list of people that walked with their prescription because I wanted to see if they eventually ordered so I could track it in our platform and report the success. And so – You know, I was really, honestly, even though I designed the platform, (laughs) I contributed to it and we put it together ourselves, I was shocked to see how well it worked because what I found was out of every patient in the last year that asked for their prescription, 90% of them ended up ordering from the platform. And I was stunned. What? I mean, that was that capturing. Even after
1: she offered them a rebate. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I do try to sell them in the office like
2: everybody else. And some people just are, you know, they have mindsets or maybe they're not ready to order or we have a lot of cash patients at my practice. So, you know, it's a lot for them sometimes to pay for all of it at once. Um, so, you Mm -hmm. know, I give them the link and just kind of watch what happened. And it's been consistent ever since, um, you know, to capture 90% of walking scripts is about that, um, $150,000 value that Bree mentioned for the average one OD practice anyway. Um, and so, yeah, we just, we've done really well, you know, all of my contact lens reps tell me every year that I'm growing, even though I'm working less and, (laughs) um, you know, seeing less patients. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm genuinely shocked when they tell me that I'm like, Oh, wow. Um, and so, yeah, I attribute the success to what Brie and I built. This kind of, it's just a really, really, really powerful tool. And it's really exciting to see it work. So.
0: so how do doctors get involved?
1: Yeah, so they can request a demo at drcontactlens.com. That's drcontactlens.com. We can request a live demo there. Um, we've got sales reps that are standing by that can walk you through it and kind of show you how you know we've become practice consultants at this point as well and so this is a whole process it is an overhaul and the implementation process is easy we've spelled it out for you yes there is some steps that you have to follow there are staff involvement that you have to do jen and i both have staff members and we understand bringing something new to a practice can and is difficult for people to change and adapt to but we walk you through it um we have two types of practices ones that are super super successful they follow everything they follow all the you know the trials and tribulations that jen and i have practiced on our own patients and practiced on our own staff and we are sharing that through dr contact lens so there's you do not have to reinvent the wheel um but we find that either practices are really successful they're mediocre where they've got one foot in one foot out or they just come back and they say i can't get my staff to do anything So you've really got to be in charge of this side of your business and find that cheerleader in your practice that's going to take this and do it. We're not saying it's no work. There is a little bit of work here that you've got to put forth, but it is well, well worth it um, once you do it. So we find a really high adaptation rate and you're hooked on the system within 10 orders. So we can Hmm. make it really easy to onboard.
0: Well, now that you mentioned the staff involvement, Dr. Tabiza, what, what, what's kind of the uh, the best strategy that you all have have defined for finding that cheerleader and and making it work
2: you know um What you mentioned earlier the grumbling of there being no money in contacts that energy is in most practices and so what i found even at my own it was there you know my staff hated the 28 steps that took to order they hated the idea of a new process too um so i very much felt the pains of probably what every other practice owner feels when they present something to their practice but what i did what i found was successful and what i educate our um our customers to do with their staff is be repetitive, you know, have an office training, teach them what it is. And every week have a meeting and say, Hey, how are we doing with Dr. Contact Lens? What questions do you have? Let's, let's get it going. And so, you know, when you implement a new system at your practice, what the mistake is is thinking that you can give it to one person, they all get it, and they'll teach everyone, and we never have to review it again. You know, I've even been there, I've done that with right. staff before. But when you hold their hand a little bit and you're repetitive in training them, after a couple of weeks, it becomes normal. And after that, you know, people get excited about it because now they realize, oh, wow, we are getting more sales. And oh, wow, I don't have to do as much work as I used to. Yes, it was some work to learn, our new platform. But beyond that, now I'm I'm much more free. Um, In fact, we save on average in reorder time. And just ordering time, even on the initial order, about 300 hours of staff time a year because it's about 15 minutes Mm -hmm. in order that you spend. And Dr. Contact Lens, when you log in and place an order, it takes one to two minutes maximum, maximum. I mean, I can do it in about 10 seconds. So that's something that that I do. And another thing that I want to kind of impart on people is that If you feel bad, if you feel badly when you think about the contact lens side of your business, you just get this kind of uneasy feeling. There's all these things going on. I've lost control. I can tell you that having this system has taken all of those bad feelings away and given me such an empowered feeling because our patients love this platform so much and it's growing my practice, which is also giving me good feelings. And my staff now is like, oh yeah, here you go. And they don't feel the resistance either. Here's your prescription. Here's your invite. Everything's so easy and and it's fun and it's exciting to talk about this platform. Like I'm going to send you a link and you can order and click that's so cool yeah. to say to a patient. So it's really uplifting. Um, and I don't feel that dread anymore. I am not worried about anything when it comes to our contact lens business at the moment. So, you know, things are always changing, but you always have to pivot and come up with new solutions because that's the way the world works. You know, technology awesome. has changed it.
0: Right, right. And where the technology didn't exist, you uh, you created it. So that's uh, that's just a, a, a- Really cool part of the story and a, a great problem solving um, initiative on, on your parts. Thank you. And so people can get that uh, live demo at Dr. Contact Lens, com. So, Dr. Rue, is there anything that you would like to say to, to doctors? Is there a, a message for them?
1: Yeah. I want our industry to survive and not only survive, but thrive for decades and decades to come. And so again, that's why Jen and I wanted to create something that not only gave back to our practices, but also kept that doctor patient relationship engaged. And we're seeing time and time again, that technology is trying to cut out this doctor patient relationship. And that's really important to us, but we have to be the ones to take action and, and really be the cheerleaders for ourselves and for our patients. So they don't know what's wrong by with asking for a prescription. They don't know the harm that they're doing to themselves and to potentially where they go to get their eyes examined. So we need your help to help us fight this fight and keep patients ordering from us and coming back to see us. Yeah, I mean,
2: I'm uh, I'm definitely with Bree on that sentiment and I'll just add that you know, I I love to really find ways to empower our community and, you know, let them know, yes, you do always have to stay ahead of the curve in our industry. It is changing constantly. But it's sort of the exciting part of our industry. You know, we're always finding ourselves having to transform and to change and nothing is the same. And that seems to upset people, but it's really kind of a reflection of just the entire world that we live in. It's not just optometry. It's really everywhere we look. And so if we accept that and empower ourselves that we can always find a solution, that we can always find a way, there is no doom and gloom. There is no end to optometry. There is no, you know, need to go online and rant about everything going wrong. Let's talk about everything going right. This is a wonderful... Wonderful profession. Uh, there's so much we get to do. There's so many areas and niches we get to become expertise in, and um, you know we're we're really needed by our community, and we we need to not forget that.
0: Great, optimistic message for uh, for optometry. Wonderful, <laughs> uh, Dr. Rue and Dr. Tabiza. I want to thank you both for being here.
2: Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again next time on WL Voices. If you'd like to be part of our podcast series, please contact us. You can email us at wovoicesonline at gmail.com or via our website, womeninoptometry.com, on Facebook at WL Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.